So a friend of mine was telling me a story a while back uh, about when he was in college. So in college in the dorms, uh, a lot of the students, they have meal cards where they can go and swipe into the cafeteria and pick from any selection of food. You know, they got uh, burgers, pizza, uh, usually they'll have some uh, entrees of some sort, salad bar and stuff like that. Food, pretty good. And he said one of the kids in the dorm, uh, he would never go to the cafeteria. Instead, he would always be in his room and he would just heat up uh, spaghetti in the microwave and add ketchup. And he felt really bad for this person. He thought maybe it's because he's poor or something of that nature. So one day he went to him and said, hey, you know, why don't you come with me? Uh, I'll swipe you in and you can go to the cafeteria and get whatever you want. So the kid agreed and they went. And so my friend got his food. And when he uh, saw the uh, the person he invited come to the uh, table, he saw he got literally spaghetti with ketchup. And <laughs> he was saying how amazing the food was. Uh, and what's funny is, you know, most people, they would see this and see like, um, you know, what's wrong with this kid? Doesn't he realize he has all these uh, selections of variety? Why is he limiting himself? And the reality is it's kind of a blessing when you think about it. The fact that he was so uh, enamored with, uh, in love with this one particular kind of food that it seemed like he wasn't interested in the others. And it's not to say that we shouldn't have variety in our lives, but one thing that it is, it's, you know, we need to be happy for what we have. And it says happiness is not getting what you want. It's wanting what you already have. And you have to ask yourself, when you pray to God, are you praying to uh, uh, for things you don't have in your life? Are you praying for you know God to eliminate things in your life or change things in your life or um, you know give you things that you feel like you're lacking in your life? Or are you praying to appreciate, you know, show your appreciation to God for the things you have? Um, in six, uh, 261, it reads, recall that you said to Moses, we can no longer tolerate one kind of food. Call upon your Lord to produce for us such earthly crops as beans, cucumbers, garlic, lentils, and onions. He said, do you wish to substitute that which is in fear for that which is good? Go down to Egypt where you can find what you asked for. They have incurred condemnation, humiliation, and disgrace and brought upon themselves wrath from God. This is because they rejected God's revelations and killed the prophets unjustly. This is because they disobeyed and transgressed. And, you know, here it is, the children of Israel. They were giving such amazing blessings from God. They were taken out of uh, uh, slavery, uh, given their freedom. And at the first chance, they're basically complaining to God about the things they don't have. Uh, things that God are calling inferior. And the concept is, it's the fact that you have to be appreciative for what you have. In chapter 14, verse 7, it says, the more you thank me, the more I give you. Uh, and this is the way God operates. We have to be appreciative for what we have. And when we're appreciative, God gives us more. And a simple way to just, you know, realize how appreciative uh, we can be is think of children. So I got two small kids. And one thing I realized is that once one of them has something, the other one wants it. And it's that element of realizing that someone else wants something makes you want it that much more. Now you think of all these blessings that God has given you. And you have to think that there are people out there who are praying to have those exact same things. You know, maybe it's your family, your spouse, your children, uh, your health, uh, you know, certain skill sets you possess. There are people out there who are praying, praying for that. And you already have it. And you have to acknowledge that, that these blessings, I mean, you watch these videos of people who regain eyesight, regain uh, uh, their hearing. Um, and these are things that most people, you know, most of us, we take for granted, uh, being able to see color, right? These are things that people are praying so hard every day to be able to have. And God has given it to us. And the thought of thinking that someone is praying for your kids, 
someone is praying to have your wife, your husband, uh, you know, your possessions, uh, your characteristics, your faith. And this is something you already have. It should make us more appreciative. You know, appreciation is seeing the value in something. And one, one thing that's interesting is, you know, the, one of the attributes of God is appreciative. And you have to ask, how is God appreciative? You know, God is the source of everything. And the way I understand this is the fact that God is appreciative because he sees the value in everything, in every single interaction, in every single thing that happens, in every single event, Adam, everything, God sees the value in it. And we need to work in that same diligent manner to see the value. Uh, you think of people who uh, mine for, you know, precious metals and gold and silver, you know, the amount of work that they have to go to basically pull out these, these dust particles of precious metal. And we have to go through the same level of diligence to make sure that we're finding the things to be appreciative in our lives, uh, that we don't let these opportunities go to waste. Uh, we have to be diligent in that regards. Um, and one of the quotes, this is from uh, Zig Ziglar. He's a, a kind of a prolific uh, salesperson and a motivational speaker. It says, don't pray for the hardship to go away. Pray to be better. You know, it's easy that when something happens in our lives to ask God for a quick fix in the sense of, uh, you know, make the problem go away. Uh, give me the money I need. Give me the possessions I want. Uh, but the, the true prayer we should ask is for us to be better, Right. God, allow us to be happy for what we have. Allow us to be super appreciative. Just like that guy who, you know, all he wants was a spaghetti and uh, ketchup. We need to see that in life. And what's interesting is the same amount of energy, the same amount of breath that comes out of our mouth can pray for one thing or another. And it's completely up to us. And the reality is, you know, these things that happen in our lives, the externalities, we can't control. The only thing we can control is internally to us. You know, how do we react to these situations? How do we basically handle these situations? What's our state of mind? What do we pray for? What do we think of? Uh, do we be quickly become angry, despondent, you know, start swearing, cursing, uh, blaming God, you know, uh, or are we trusting in God? And one of the, the quotes I heard, you know, trust, we have to trust God unconditionally. Otherwise, we're just giving God orders. And you think of that, I mean, it's so naive to think that, hey, why don't I tell God how to do his job? You know, God is all-knowing, all-powerful. We have to trust in God unconditionally. And in chapter 17, verse 11 and 12, I think it greatly depicts this point. It says, The human being often prays for something that may hurt him, thinking that he is praying for something good. The human being is impatient. And that's just one statement. The human being is impatient. The following verse, and it seems like it's not related. It says, We rendered the night and the day two signs. We made the night dark and the day lighted that you may seek provisions from your Lord therein. This also establishes for you a timing system and a means of calculation. We thus explain everything in detail. Now you think of this, the amount of precision when the sun, the moon, the earth, the atoms, right? All this that God has created and put into motion. No one would be so arrogant, so naive to say, God, can you change it from a 24-hour day to a 23-hour day? Or can you change the axis of the earth from 22.5 degrees to 23 degrees? Because we realize the second if God was to grant this wish, everything would fall out of place, right? The entire solar system, universe, our existence would cease to exist because of some triviality of that nature. And we trust God unconditionally when it comes to the laws of physics, that God has planned these perfectly. And we have to understand in our lives, 
God has taken no less time, no less effort to plan that out, right? These events that take place in our lives, the, the things that God has given us, the timing of God's system, it all happens perfectly. And once we can submit wholeheartedly and trust in God unconditionally, can we really see that uh, happiness and appreciation? In uh, chapter 16, uh, towards the end, it's talking about uh, Abraham. And it says, because he was appreciative of his Lord, God gave him happiness. And if we want to have true happiness in our lives, we need to be appreciative. And one of the ways, again, to be appreciative is to realize all the blessings that God has given us. And if you have troubles doing that, realize there's people out there who are praying to have the things you have, right? The characteristics you have. Uh, Maybe it's your looks, your hair, uh, your smile, your clothes, the place where you live, right? The school you attended, the job you have, the title you have. There are people out there who are praying, praying to be able to have those things. And God has given it to each of us. Every single one of us have blessings that there's people out there who would love to be able to have. And by thinking about that, by God willing meditating on that, we can realize just how much we have to be appreciative for. God willing, we're going to end there. If you guys got comments or questions, hit us up at QuranTalk at gmail.com or on Twitter at TalkQuran. And until next time, peace and God bless.